It's the Bet McLean Football Show from Cool FM. On the show this week from Glen Avon, Josh Daniels and Connor Pepper from Glen Torren. Roll the titles. Gentlemen, you're very welcome to the show. Um, it's great to see you back on a pitch. I'm sure you've been very frustrated being out for so long. I will obviously going up and down and watching and um, even watching the TV and watching football, my head was gone. So first week I was like, oh, there's loads of games and there's a wee break maybe, but I, I don't expect to be out for eight. Like so, no, I was glad to get back. And um, all going well, fitness wise. Yep, flying. Um, obviously the Lumphy game was my first night day, and then we had the street game on the Tuesday, so it was a bit tough on the street game, but. It's Christmas time now, so I have to get used to it. Absolutely. I bumped into Gary Hamilton the day after you beat the Blues, and he was in cloud nine. I'm sure this week has been a little bit different after the result against Carrick last weekend. Uh, you know, you're you're going under them three games, and you're hoping they beat Institute and Carrick. You know, realistically, and anything else from Lumpy's a bonus, but six points from the nine—it's not too bad when you think about it. Like that, three games in a week, ten days. Um, I was it was a bad result to take. I love the positive spin Josh is putting on this. <laughs> that, that is superb. I, I have to say, against Linfield, Glenavon were superb, and you were outstanding. And I know you don't take compliments too easily, but you were brilliant on the day, Josh. But what happened against Carrick for the team? I think um, they just they just played the conditions better. They were, you know, they played with wing backs and they had us panned in from early on. So. You know, take nothing away from them. They deserved. They deserved the three points in the day. And I think we just made a lot of individual errors or led the goals. What was the dressing room like after that match? Yeah, it, was, it was obviously you can expect it was was bad. Like it was more quiet than anything. There's um, there's been highs and lows all season yeah. because it has been up and down like a yo-yo. And and as a player, how difficult is that from one week to the next and no consistency? It's it's that it's the inconsistency is the worst part because you get a run going after the Longfield and Institute game. We played very well in both and. You're just expecting to kick on again, and it's like uh, you're back down again. But it's it's how you react as individuals, I think. And you know, there's loads of games coming up now, and winnable games. So if we can pick up points here now, like New Year, we'd be and around it again. Are you talking relegation in the camp? No, I'm definitely not. I know. So um, I think if we had a one there at the weekend, we could have been up at seventh. We with two games in hand, most teams. So no, I'm I'm looking as myself, and I'm looking to climb that table as quick as possible. Gary Hamilton for me is just is unbelievable. Like putting himself back on, he hasn't lost it. What's it like for you playing alongside him? Well, it's good because like obviously when I'm playing on the left, I like they sort of drift in when the ball's getting clipped on the our strikers, and for somebody with his ability, like like you say, hasn't lost it. So he doesn't really need to be running channels and stuff to be flicking things on you or finding you. He knows you're going to be. So no, it's been good. Is it for him a, a point of what he's telling you to do? He can he can do it himself. I think so, but at the same time, like at times where we're just missing that wee bit of craft and experience. You know, where you know Mitchell and Stevie Murray is very honest up top. Like um, when Gary will be standing on people's toes and you know getting boys involved and just like he brings players into the game very well as well. So no, it's, it's been good. To have he holds the ball up really well, doesn't he, Baker? Always has and always will do. Listen, Gary could hold the ball up when he's eighty. He's just that type of footballer. Important though that Sammy Klingen has come back into the fold. I know he's had an injury problem. He's he's big for you as well, Josh. Oh, big time! He play, played last night, so um, you know he's he's back in, and Sammy gets on the ball and finds finds people as well. So I think we've must has experience. Last year, I think he scored nearly ten penalties. That year, ten goals. Mm-hmm. So he scored a cracking free kick last night as well. 
So he's back, he's back, and it'll be good to have him as well. Your thoughts on this league? I mean, last season was brilliant. The season before was amazing. I mean, this season looks to be better than the both of them put together. It's just, it's the unpredictability of any team. Like, Corain were flying there and undefeated, and he's a bit of the bottom two, like, so it's just the unpredictability. It's been good, but uh, when, you know, it's hitting you, it's not, not the best feeling, but no, I think it's getting stronger, a lot stronger. Could Glenn, Glenn Torn win it? <laughs> I don't know, it's too early. Like last year at this stage we were sitting top, so you know it's it's this this period now you won leagues in December or you know, you have to go the whole way. Talking to the Glens, Connor, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. And uh, this is certainly something we haven't seen from Glen Torn in recent seasons. You guys are clicking and uh, coming into the Christmas period, the buzz around the club must be brilliant. Yeah, it's great. It's good to be around. It's great to just come in to try and every day arrive at games. Um, I don't think there's a lot of pressure on us really either. We're just sort of turning up, doing our thing, just trying to improve on last year. And obviously all the talk is with the so-called bigger teams in the league. So we're just working hard, keeping going, and hopefully get some results with it. Um, this season's been great for you. I mean, you've kicked on from last season because you played brilliantly for the Glens last season. Just on a personal basis, how do you find travelling up and down from Malahide every day? <laughs> you know, it's not too bad. I've got big Gavin Pearce. Um, he, he's been travelling up with me and it's, on, it's a few times a week and it, it was probably harder last year when you're not winning games. You have to just go up and all the time and drag yourself up. But when you're winning and, the, and, and sort of the morale's high, it's grand. It's, it's no bother. You fly up, fly up the motorway. We'll get into the fixtures and the results in, in a minute, but just in terms of the stability of the club and the changes that you have seen personally from last season to this season, how have they been? I mean, in and around, like we've got the gym now, yeah. and and you know the the investment in the team. I mean, it's night and day from an outsider looking in. Yeah, look, we probably have a manager who has a better CV than other managers up and below the border. Like um, he, he's walked everywhere, a number of different countries. The gym coming in and and just that sort of professional professionalism that he's bringing um, it's making a big difference um, boys are turning up every day wanting to be better needing to improve trying to impress him trying to stay in the team because we've got a bigger squad this year so it's made a massive difference and, and like the results and, and the points tally compared to last season at this point is showing that Are you enjoying being a cult hero amongst the Glantorn fans because they love you Connor. <laughs> ever since you came into the club they've just taken to you and it, it doesn't happen all the time with Glantorn fans but for you um, right away they thought this guy's a player. <laughs> yeah well I, I think there's not many things I can say you can bring to a team but like hard work and sort of just giving everything I've got sort of 100% every single week is, um, is what I'd probably say to any manager that, that I'll bring. Um, so when results weren't going that, that well last year and I'm still, I'm still trying every, everything and and keep going. I think fans see that and fans just appreciate that they're paying their money to come in and see. So as long as you're just giving what you can, um, that's probably the, mo- the thing they want to see first before anything else. And you're seeing the crowds rise week on week at Lantorn. You know, yeah. how big a buzz is that for you and the boys? Yeah, well, it is great. You see, turning up even for away games, a lot of the times we're bringing more fans than what maybe the home home team has. Um, so as a player, that, that does lift you. Sometimes it can lift the opposition as well. They think it's a big game, but Glentorn's a big club in this country, um, so I think with, with good results and, and, and challenging for things, that's definitely going to bring people, people back in the door. Let's go to Solitude on Saturday, an amazing win. Um, I mean, I think Mick, Mick had that game in his mindset as one which you could uh, get a result, and the fact that the Reds have been doing so, so well, how big a scalp was it for you boys? Yeah, well... I th- I think those bigger games just we all, we seem to especially last year I don't we didn't take a lot of points off off the other Belfast teams maybe um, 
and we arrived in knowing that a win would maybe just take us in touch and distance of a lot of them above us. So it was a big game and, and the gaffer sort of said to us, we were going there for three points, we weren't going there to, to sort of let's get a result at Solitude away from home and then go back go back over the road or whatever it is, we were going there for three points. So we were fired up and we started the first 10 minutes like a house on fire. I think we had four or five chances and sort of Cliftonville then probably they, they didn't know what to, how to react and nothing. So once we got to halftime in the lead, it was just about sort of staying solid and then seeing we, could we take the game to them again. I know it's a few weeks off, but how excited are you for Boxing Day? Yeah, um, like I said, it's a few weeks off. <laughs> if results go poorly, maybe till then, um, it'd be different. But we're looking to just sort of keep going how we're going. And, and I think that it's probably the biggest game in, in the country as well on Boxing Day. So um, it's one of the players, fans, managers that everyone can get behind and, and really look forward to. Should you have scored against Cliftonville, Connor? <laughs> yeah, the lads will say, with that Astro down there, like it's bobbling all over the place. And <laughs> Get the excuses in early. How difficult is that pitch to play in? Because you're really, really quick. Whenever you're playing on that, does it hinder you or does it help you? So, I don't know. Some, I was used to playing on them underage, so at times uh, it's, it's hard. But if you're reading the game, like if you're used to it, like Cliftonville are, you know, it can be an advantage. Because Dundalk played them on like that for years as well, and they were very, very good on it. And when we used to go there, it was hard to play on. But... I got injured there last year just from following through and the astroturf catching my studs. So like it's it is it's you know it's hard to play on if you're not used to it. But mind you, Josh, you scored one of the best goals you've ever scored actually on Crusaders. Yeah. Surface as well. So Crusaders is a bit. It's there's a bit more like grass on Crusaders. You know the plastic grass. You know it's just a wee bit longer. So no, I, I do like I do like playing on astroturf. It's a bit quicker. You know. We're obviously coming towards January. Dragon Gary's going to do some business in the January transfer window. I'm not sure. Um, I think so. We're, you know, our squad's not too different from last year, but we actually didn't bring in too many people in the summer. But you know, it's it's down to him and the board now whether they can think they can strengthen us. So it would be nice to have a bit more competition now. Yeah, I mean, is there any more room in the changing room at your place to put any more boys in? Yeah, we, we've got we've got a big squad, but like we're get, we're we're taking the advantages from it. If boys are injured and we've got quality to bring in, or if you're not playing, you're training training every day to try and get back in the team so that squad I think is definitely helping us this year um, it's, I wouldn't say they're never gonna, not going to bring anybody else in you never know but um, we're definitely uh, taking advantage of a bigger squad this year and from your perspective as well Connor, you have an agent um, a Northern Ireland World Cup star no less David Campbell you know so um, are you going to be staying with Lantorn or you know and what's it like to work with David <laughs> he's def- he's been in your ear so you get a mention that's all that is now David's a good guy I'm, I've, I've known him for a while now so uh, yeah we'll, we'll see but I'm, I'm happy where I am just now like good man I want to ask you about the manager um What's his relationship like with the players? If, it, if it's not going to plan, is it a hairdryer treatment? Um, not really. He speaks. He's kind of he's calm. Like a lot of his instructions are very clear and precise. That, that's he's been very good. Obviously, he's he's worked like I said in different countries. So maybe a language barrier is um, has been an issue. So I would say like trying to get information in short, sharp, quick. What you need is 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 probably one of his stronger points. So um, definitely. From when we come in, like I said, a lot of it's been good, but like we beat Dungannon uh, well the other week, I think it was 6 1 or something. So, and he, he wasn't happy after the game. He'd said we can do better, picked a few things up, but he, he's never really lost it. He, I haven't seen that yet. Um, so, he, I think he, he's, he's good and, and keeping his head on his shoulders for no matter what the results go. Josh, going forward, um, Glen Avon, obviously, you have to have positive thoughts in terms of where you're going to end up this season in the league, but. 
because teams are beating teams all over the shop, um, you're still thinking top six? Yeah, that's the aim. Um, we're not too far off it if we won them two games in hand, so it's just about getting in there now. And like you say, there's, you know, teams, Carrick's doing well. Um, Dungannon started really well, and then they've sort of fell away from it a bit now, but it's still very close around the bottom six, so it's just about picking up the points and looking after ourselves now and trying to stay positive. Uh, and can I ask you just from a player's perspective, a lot was made of Lauren coming into the league, and maybe people thought... I know certainly probably in this show we thought we were maybe expecting a little bit more. Um, from a player's perspective, do you think they are in, in, the, in the table where they should be or, or have they surprised you a bit? I think, no, I'm not really surprised. I think it's, you know, it's their first year on it. Um, if it clicked straight away, it would have been, you know, amazing and whatever. But, you know, it's a different league. It's tough opponents. There's different, like even when they played Corain in the cup last year, you know, they were hammering them in the first half and then Corain turned around. But... I think it's just the, the level of the Premiership at the moment. It's, it's, it's high level, so you know it might take a couple of years for them to re- recruit or you know change their style or analyse all our teams. You know they're not used to being on here, so no, you know it's the first year. You know they're not expecting to go and win the league, and I'm sure they've said that too. Connor, the, the one thing I suppose for a lot of people, and people say that this league deserves a good Glen Torren, um, and it's great to see Glen Torren flying again and all of that. Have you been surprised because there's been such an influx of new players? Uh, that you've all gelled and it's all coming together because let's face it it's really early stages for this squad yeah yeah it is but we kind of said at the start like we, we, we made a point that like sort of going to say especially that maybe the foreign lads that they settled quick you're speaking to them and we, we try and sort of integrate them into the squad pretty quick it's hard for um, say foreign lads coming to a new country and all that so it, we kind of got all got on together real quick so it's not it's not really been a problem to gel just because we kind of made a point of sort of getting them in and getting them settled sooner as a dressing room we didn't really need the manager nothing to do with that um, we just sort of took it on ourselves as players and and like I said we're probably getting reaping the rewards of that as well and just before we go to the predictions can we have um, a quick word on your set pace maestro <laughs> yeah her boy yeah look he's one of the best I've seen like anyone to score you probably wouldn't. Some people wouldn't score six free kicks in their career, or whatever it is, seven. It might even be eight. I don't even. I'm not even sure anymore. But I said, I think even Institute lined up the other week. They had the wall, and then someone lay down underneath it because they were worried about even one of them ones as well. So as soon as you happen to get other teams to change for set pieces, then you're already you're probably in the driving seat then. So uh, it, it's it's been quality and it's adding goals to our team. So it's, it's good. Excellent. Right, 90 seconds with this week, Biko. We have Jamie Dlacken from Coleraine, who's having a fantastic season. So this is 90 seconds with, and we have Jamie Dlacken from Coleraine. Jamie, thanks for doing this. No problem. Here we go. Best player played with? Gavin White. Toughest opponent? Um, Serge Gnabry. It's a good one. Favourite ground? Uh, Lumfield. F- worst ground? <sighs> Carrick. Best dancer at Coleraine? Arn Trainer. Worst dancer? Arn Trainer. <laughs> Best fashion sense? Ben Dock. Worst fashion sense? <laughs> Stevie O'Donnell. Best trainer? Um, ben Dock, I'd say. Worst trainer? Arn Jarvis. Best football moment? Um, playing with Smile. Worst football moment? Liverpool getting hit by the title last year. Team you support? Liverpool. Football hero? Steven Gerrard. Favourite sports star outside of football? 
Oh, good question. Um, Roger Federer. Favorite TV show? Prison Break. Favorite movie? American Sniper. Favorite video game? FIFA. Favorite singer or group? Liam Geller. Favorite drink? Water. Favorite holiday destination? Croatia. And who would you most like to meet, Jimmy? It would have to be Liam Gallagher, I'd say. Yeah. Good choice. This is the Bet McLean Football Show from Cool FM. Let's look at this weekend's fixtures in the Danske Bank Premiership. And we start with Linfield against Cliftonville. Pete, I was here last night at Windsor Park to watch Linfield get absolutely annihilated in the second half by Coleraine. First half was cagey enough. Linfield slightly the better team, but Coleraine came out flying and Linfield's defence just couldn't cope. They were blown away. And David Healy said some very interesting things afterwards. He said it's about time the players took responsibility. And this from a manager who doesn't normally have a real pop at his players. So um, he's obviously frustrated and losing patience. It's funny, you know, Linfield have now lost six games domestically this season. You would never have bet that. You know, and we're not even into the busy Christmas period. So this Linfield-Cliftonville match is huge, I think, for Healy and his team. Cliftonville will obviously want to get back to winning ways after last weekend. Well, they will. They're in a little rut themselves because they drew against Larne and Glentorne deservedly beat them. I just think there's bound to be a response from Linfield. There has to be. And that's why I think they'll win. I think Shane Lavery is maybe lacking a little bit of confidence now. He needs a goal and um, it wouldn't surprise me if he came up with one against Cliftonville. I'm going to go for the Blues to nick it 2-1. Um, you guys obviously beat Cliftonville last weekend. They'll be wanting to get back to winning ways. Do you think they can come here and get a result? Yeah, well, like we've been talking about all show, like anybody can turn up anywhere this year and get a result. Um, I think one of the main things that anybody in this league has to do is not get back-to-back defeats. So whether it's just coming here and, and taking a point um, and keeping yourselves and making sure that those people around you aren't, aren't gaining any ground on you be be important. So it'll be a tough game. I don't think anyone could probably call it. But we're going to ask you to call it. <laughs> was, I've gone for a safety one, haven't I? Uh, I'll say draw. A draw, OK. Josh? I would say a draw as well. That's not going to be 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. All right, OK. Cool rain at home to the Glens. Um, how are you feeling about going to the showgrounds? It's an intimidating place whenever there's a big crowd in there. Yeah, yeah, and look, the pitch is quite tight and, and it's, it can be heavy at times. And Colorado. Not too dissimilar to the Oval. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going there in confidence. We're going there to win again. Um, like I said, I think more of the pressure is on Colorado probably to beat us. Um, a lot of people have been talking about them for the title for a while, so we're just going to go there and, 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 and do what we've been doing and, and, and see how we get on. Do you think you can challenge for the title this season? Um, I think we're just we're just trying to focus on being better than last year. We were bottom six. The whole point of the gaffer coming in was uh, and sort of the club's uh, thing this year is the time to climb. So it was prove on last year, maybe get top six and, and see where we go. So I'll just keep quiet on that one. Stick into the company message. Pico. <laughs> I think that the battle between Robbie McDade and Aaron Canning is going to be crucial. Canning was superb here against Linfield. He also scored, you know, and he's having a phenomenal season. Not the only one, by the way. Um, it's going to be a cracking game of football. That I don't think there's that much between the sides. It's funny, Oren Kearney was very complimentary about Glentorn after the match. I can see the Glens continuing their decent run and getting something there. I think a 2-2 draw would be a good result for Glentorn. Josh? I think it's going to be tight as well. Um... Corrine are very good on their own pitch at you know, managing it and with that 4-4-2 and that tight pitch and 
Skinner up top and James McLaughlin, it's hard to play against, but I think it's a draw at Norwood as well. All right, okay. You boys are at home to Lauren? I will. You know, we've beat Longfield there, and it's just, you know, obviously they hammered us here at 7 0. Then the week after was 6 0 against Lauren, so there's a wee bit of revenge there for us, but, you know, it's just we have to get back to the basics, do things right, and try and get a performance from everybody. You know, it's different if you're, there's ADs doing it and, you know, two not in outfield like, so we just need to all pull together as a team now and try and get a result. Um, first and foremost, not to get beat. And then if we play well, I think we can beat anybody. Pego. Pete, this match all depends which Glenavon turn up. Would it be right, Josh? Yeah, I know you're right then. Um, uh, against Linfield, they were supreme. Um, and then to go to Carrick and lose by that margin, I have to say it, it's an embarrassing scoreline. And there's been three of those this season. Now, as Josh points out, Linfield hammered Glenavon, but then whenever they came to your place, you got the result. Yeah. Could be the same um, this time around. That's why I think Glenavon might, might nick it. Lauren aren't scoring enough goals. And I think um, Glenavon players owe their fans a big performance after the Carrick debacle. I think Glenavon can do the business. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to the Lurgan Blues. Connor. Josh said over there, so I'll say Glenavon win as well then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a Lion player, I'd go the other way. But... <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> right, okay, Carrick at Home the Institute, two teams who have had some amazing results in recent weeks. Oh, incredible. For me, Niall Curry's been the manager of the season, I have to say, because he's got them in... December, se- Bigo. I know, I know, but okay, I should have I said so far. Um, but listen, they're seventh. They should be fighting relegation. It's incredible what he's doing down there. Um, getting big performances out of his players week in, week out. And Institute, to their credit, although um, they lost to Crusaders in the League Cup semi-final, they, did, they beat Coleraine the other week. Yeah. That's a phenomenal effort. Like So Sean Mullins getting a, a big shift out of them. Joe McCready, they were sent off last night. So I think he's going to be suspended. That's going to be a big problem for them getting goals. That's why I'm ca- going to say Carrick to, to win it. 2-1. Connor? Yeah, I'd go with Cobb. I think I'm going to go with Carrick as well. Um, Institute have been doing all right lately as well, picking up a few results. But when you're missing it, like I said, they're starting striker and on. If goals are a problem, it's hard to win games. So I'm going to go with Carrick as well. All right. I would say from playing against them, Carrick were more a threat to us. Um, we beat Stuart the week before. So I just think the energy Carrick's shown at the moment has been unbelievable. And they're, they blew us away. Like There's no other way they put it. They actually they have more energy and they just wanted it more. So I'm going to go with Carrick 3-1. Uh, Dungannon played Warren Point um, this weekend. Uh, Dungannon, and you can see in Chris Lindsay's face post-match just how much he's hurting right now. Meanwhile, Barry Gray's starting to get a bit of a tune out of the Warren Point players. He sure is. Um, and Warren Point will go there cock-a-hoop, thinking that they can get another result. Where Dungannon are concerned, I think the players have forgotten how to win. And whenever you get in that rut, it's very, very dangerous. Are you saying Dungannon are in big trouble? Uh, I will listen, if they continue to play the way they are and continue to get results... They're going down because Warren Point and Institute are picking up points. Dungannon haven't picked up a point in donkey's ages. Ten games, I believe. Yeah, so that's just, it's really poor. Chris Lindsay's an excellent manager. You worked with him at Glenavon, so you know him well, Josh. He's a top coach as well. So you can't think that this is going to continue, can you, under Chris? What do you think? He's Obviously, he was our coach, um, and I thought he was unbelievable. So it's hard to see for him, you know, it's, you know from an outsider, but... It has to get some sort of reaction from the players now. You know, it's too long. If it's 10 games without a point, that's it's bad. But, you know, as a player, I've been there and 
it's just about getting that rub of the green, one hitting somebody and getting on one on one and holding on, then it could all change. So still early enough, like I don't I don't genuinely I don't think they'll get relegated, but you know, they just need to start picking up three points. It's funny, Pete, Warren Point are behind Dungannon in the table, but I think this is a far bigger game for Dungannon. If they lose this, they could they're already in free fall. So the next stage onto that could be even worse with all these busy Christmas fixtures coming. That's why I think Dungannon might win. Call it a hunch. 2-1. I, I, I had a hunch about the Glens beating Cliftonville last week. So this is the same hunch. Okay. Uh, Connor, what do you think? Uh, I didn't, didn't realise it been that long. Listen, I have to clarify just on camera here right now, just in case I've got that stat wrong, okay? So, um, it, listen, it, 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 it's fair to say they haven't been on a good Yeah, day. when, like, we, we had it last year at Glentorn, without, we went, I think we went a good 10, 15 games to a win or something, and it feels like free fall. It's hard, it's hard to get out of. Um, like you said, Warren Point maybe picked up a couple of results and... I'd probably go with Warren Point this weekend. Like you said, that they're never expected to sort of to be anybody. So they just they just turn up to each game now at the minute, just sort of give them give them what they've got. Whereas Dungannon, if they've got that feeling that relegation's looming, that that's that's a hard thing to just get out of your mind. So I'm going to go with Warren Point. Right, moving on. Um, Crusaders at home to Balamina, um, and the, the crews have been a but like yourselves, they've been up and down, but they're starting to get back to winning ways. The mojo is back at Seaview, and I can only see one result there. I think Crusaders will win pretty comfortably. It was funny. Um, not for David Jeffrey though, but the Boo Boys were out in force at Warren Point, and they give them a right going over, as, and they give the players a real going over as well. I think the Balamina fans should look at themselves and think, goodness me, David Jeffrey brought this club to second place in the league last season. Give the guy a break. Um, I think Balamina will come strong in the latter part of the season, but they'll not be good enough to win it. See if you Crusaders will win that comfortably. Uh, does David have to bring players in in January? Because they, they are they're they're depleted in comparison to last season, be it through injury. Yeah, well, listen, every club's going to be bringing players in already. There's teams who've been bringing players in for January. I think it's going to be a really busy window. Um, Balamina could do with players, that's for sure. Against Crusaders, though, the likes of McGonagall, Hatley, Owens could go to town. 3-1 to the crews. All right, Josh. I'm going to go crews as well. And obviously, Cushley signed a new deal this week as well. Yeah. And, you know, they've been playing well the past couple of weeks, so I'm going to go Crusaders, you know. Connor? Yeah, Crusaders as well. It's very hard to go there and take anything off them on, on their own patch, so I'll go Crusaders as well. Is it a bad question to ask you both who you think is going to win the league? Well, well, you can't ask Connor because Glentorn are in the mix, big style. I know he'll play it down, but Glentorn have become serious challengers. It's a fair question for Josh. <laughs> because Glenavon are going to win it. <laughs> I just think it's hard to always you know, go against Lumfield. Um, they're expected to win it. There's that expectation there. So if Corrine ran around it and they recruit well in January, because I know they don't have as big a squad as Lumfield. Um, you know, if they're around, I think Oren has a wee bit of unfinished business to try and go for a title as well. So it'll be tight. Excellent stuff. Gentlemen, listen, good luck this weekend. Thank you very much for joining us, Pico. Good to see you. Uh, thank you very much for watching. That's it for this week's Bet McLean Football Show. Have a great weekend and enjoy your football.